Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. Want to thank our sponsors over at Straight Nope, over at College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Simple as this, guys. we got the holidays coming up. They're going to be here before you know it. You've got Bulldogs in the family. You need to get some great stuff for them this holiday season. You can get it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. I ate at Restaurant Tyler uh, on Thursday night, and it was, you're not going to believe it, Robbie. It was great. Is that right? Can you believe that? Shocking. So, simple as this, guys. Uh, you want to have a great meal, you make a, uh, a trip over to Restaurant Tyler. Make a reservation. Not a bad idea, but chances are you can get a table, especially on a weekend like this where there's no home game. You can have a great steak, great pasta dishes, the appetizers. I, I'm hard-pressed. I'm, I'm at the point now when I go to Restaurant Tyler for dinner, it's almost like when I order my drink, I'm just going to go ahead and say crawfish dip and barbecue okra. And no one could call you an idiot for doing so. Who's going to say anything about that? No one. Head over there, guys. Enjoy yourself. Have a great meal at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One bank locations throughout central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Priority One Bank is a community bank. Small town banking. That's what makes these strong communities. When you eat locally, when you shop locally, when you bank locally, that's when you have a great a great environment for everybody in your small town. If you're in central Mississippi right now, there's going to be a Priority One Bank location near you. You need to find it. You need to open an account there, and you need to start reaping the benefits of working with a hometown bank like Priority One Bank. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Kentucky 24, Mississippi State 3. (laughs) Robbie's face. It's like he smelled something bad. Um, like you just gave me a warhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sour thing going. Ooh, he's all puckered up. Um, yeah, yeah. Somebody said that they heard you do that, and they're like, "He did that thing he does." Ew. I was like, "That's my thing. That's our thing." I brought it to the group. You did like like several years. Are ago. Are you trying to say you've We're- co-opted it now, or has it become a group thing? It's become a bit within the group. Uh, at this point, you know, I get mistaken for you, things that you say. You oh, get yeah. mistaken for things I say. 
I feel like we are one at this point. If there's only, I just want one thunder thing clear. and lightning. I want it clear together. to that people. The the one thing that you say that I don't want to be associated with is I do believe we landed on the moon. I want yeah, that. I want that one on the record. I don't disbelieve. <laughs> well, I, I do we kind go. of disbelieve. I'm not a hundred percent in on either side. I'm a hundred percent in that we landed on the moon. That's fine. That, fine. But to make it clear, I am not a flat earther. I, I want I know, that to be only AJ Brown is that. And, and from here on out, start with some. Time. When somebody says, "Have you ever played sports? You can't. You can't talk unless you've played sports." I don't want to hear that anymore. When I hear football and basketball players saying the Earth is flat, yeah, I agree with that. Okay, yeah, just 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 throwing well, that out in the open. Now that we've got them all good and worked up, let's talk about <laughs> what happened Saturday night at Davis Wade Stadium. Maybe we'll get a throwback to 1998, Robbie, and he'll just let it fly. Tell them, Falk. Well, oh. <laughs> All around me are familiar faces. Oh. I don't think I'm going to add any sad music today. I mean, what else are we supposed to add at this point, Brian, that hasn't already been said? Yeah. I mean, it's it's apparent this isn't going to work. Uh, this isn't going to uh, be something that is sustainable long-term for Mississippi State. Zach Arnett has shown no reason for anybody to be in his camp right now. Whether it be as a, a one-year coach or a three-year coach, Mississippi State didn't even trust him, mm-hmm. and that—that's harsh to say. Yeah, but if Mississippi State trusted that Zach Arnett could get the to get the job done, his contract would be much more concrete than it is right now. Yeah, it's not. So that tells me that this administration didn't believe a hundred percent that he was going to be able to get the job done. They had reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives me faith that at the end of this schedule here, Mississippi State is going to do what's best for the football program. For business. Yes. And move forward. Uh, because you cannot continue down this path. We've said it every single week. Mississippi State's offense is a mess. The players don't really, they look very confused out there on both sides of the ball. The coaching staff looks confused. We we talked about it all game last night. Zach Arnett stands away from everyone on the sidelines. He is mm-hmm. completely removed from the entire I mean, we're talking staff. 20, 25 yards away. So I, I, t- I did a video, I sent it to some of my friends, of the ball on the MSU, like 25, mm-hmm. and Arnett is at the 50. It's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. He. And maybe he does it when we're not watching. Yeah. I, I don't want to completely. I'm at the paint point it. now where at the USM game I might watch him the whole game. I might do it. Yeah. But when we were watching Zach Arden on the sidelines, arms folded, headset, the, the microphone is flipped up. Yeah. So he's not even talking on the headset. You don't see him on the sidelines going over to different groups and talking to him. You don't see a whole lot of um interaction. It just looks like the guy is just dead inside. I mean, it, it really does. It, it looks like he is just completely dejected right now. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this with Joe Moorhead. Mm-hmm. We, we saw this middle of the season. Joe Moorhead just looked dejected until they beat Ole Miss. But we, we still have not seen I, – I haven't seen any of the fire – that we thought we were going to see. I mean, this has just been completely like... I really thought we were getting like uh, early... Not in terms of results. Let me make clear about that. Yeah. I thought we were getting like early saving. Yeah. Like he was just going to be in everybody's crack every moment of the of the game. 
And I have gotten the complete opposite of that. And I think that's where it starts at the top. Yeah. If you look at your coach and he doesn't look interested, and it, it might, you know, he is a guy that is very gruff in nature. He's not mm-hmm. going to smile a whole lot. If he does smile, it looks kind of like put on a little bit. So his, I mean, his attitude already, as far as like his facials, is, you know, the resting B face. Like he has kind of that look to him. Mm hmm already but you look over the sideline and your coach has his arms folded and he's not really it doesn't look like he's very interested that doesn't mean that he's not that's just the impression that he gives and to me that's filtered all the way down to everybody Tula Griffin's kind of doing the same thing out there kind of moping around every now and then Um, and I mean I can't really blame some of these players this is a frustrating season and it's just been you know one thing after another but that's the look that they get. They come out of the locker room after you have that incredible pregame with the 98 team, Jackie Sherrill. They're wearing these awesome jerseys that is, um, you know, a throwback to, you know, some great moments that we saw. And the team played like 2005. And three points against this Kentucky team is just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely embarrassing. That performance was embarrassing. If you're a Mississippi State fan – and you're not embarrassed by it, then I I don't know what's going to get you to that point. But State can simply not continue to do this, or they are done in the SEC. If you put that product on the field and you say, this is is okay with us, uh, there was some, some, uh, last week there were some uh, statements made that there could be other hires made within the athletic department coming that could uh, determine whether or not State makes a – a move here with Zach Arnett, that is that's a loser mentality. If that's Mississippi State's mentality, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're not going to make a move with your head football coach because you might have to make a change at women's basketball or baseball or whatever, mm-hmm. that's a loser's mentality. That's saying that we do not want to win in the SEC. So either Mississippi State wants to mm-hmm. move forward at the end of the season, and they want to uh, get some fire back into the program because right now this this place is dead as a doornail. Uh, or then they're just going to be okay with where they're at, and this is going to dig deeper and deeper, and Mississippi State's going to you know, fall towards the, the statement that was made last week that State's turned into Vandy. That might come to fruition if this continues, because you won't have anybody in the stands. Um, nobody's going to show up for that. Nobody's going to put money in NIL. Nobody's going to join the Bulldog Club, and this program is going to just you know, die a slow and painful death. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to, to be that harsh, but this is a critical point in Mississippi State's history of the football program. Mm-hmm. And they have to decide whether or not they want to compete with the big boys or they're just fine having a seat at the table in the SEC. Um, so we'll see if that happens. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I hate it's it's kind of come down to this, but it's just not working. And this is, you know, big business in college football. And Mississippi State's competing with some big names, and they're competing inside a state with a team that has decided to fully invest in this football program at Ole Miss. And people don't want to hear that, but that is, that is going to affect Mississippi State long term. If they cannot try to step their game up and at least come level or around where Ole Miss is, then that's going to be a problem. You're competing for recruits inside the state. You're competing for a lot of things with Ole Miss, and that's the reality of the situation. They are your uh, your brother, whether you choose to make them your stepbrother or whatever. 
that's who you're competing with, first and foremost, just like Auburn competes with Alabama. And Auburn elevates their game whenever they have to. Mississippi State's got to do that. Mississippi State has got to perform at a higher level as an athletic department and as a football program. And yesterday was flat embarrassing for them to put that product on the field and score three points. I don't care if Will Rogers uh, wasn't playing or Jaquavis Marks, three points in an SEC game against a mid-level SEC team, that's just pathetic. That's bad. It's on, it's on the offensive coordinator, Kevin Barbe. It's on Zach Arnett. And the players didn't execute. It was just a bad game and a string of bad games. Yeah. Don't disagree with anything he said. You know, I think one thing I want to I want to stress with the stuff you're saying, it's you're like the ghost of Christmas yet to come, right? It's like these things can be changed. You mm-hmm. you can get out in front and 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 change some of these things. But uh, if you do continue on the same path, then you're correct. This program will be in dire dire straits. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see if they they get if I. There's no way. No way you can convince me at this point that on the day after Thanksgiving or the Saturday after Thanksgiving that Mississippi State isn't making a move. I, 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 can't. I, can't, I can't. be. I can't be. Convinced it's time to start it. talking about that. Yeah. Each week. Yeah. Because uh, you know, and seeing the body language of Zach Arnett, like we're, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I just wonder if yeah. he knows. I, 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 we're going to talk about that. So, well, let's do it then. Let's uh, let's move into the, uh, the the second part of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. I want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Robbie, as we speak, there is a five-pound chuck roast on my grill. And it's, it's just uh, it's just getting a little smoke. And when I get home, it's going to be wrapping time. And we'll, we'll, we're going to be eating pot roast tonight, and I can't wait. And uh, I'm very jealous. I just know, want you to know. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, you know where I live. I know. You know. Five pounds of roast plus the, the vegetables. I mean, that's more than enough food for, a, for another person to show up. Well, I didn't want to take food off your family's table. No, no, you, you, you are, you are part of my family. Oh, yeah, well, you thank are. You. Yeah, I don't know if you're the little. Bro- I have a younger brother. I see you have you have your handsome young sons. Yeah, I fall somewhere in between. Yeah, you're I, more, you know, I'm kind of. You're your more bro- like my better looking brother. Oh gosh, I mean, you're 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 too kind to me. I'm, I'm try- I, I, I try. I try. I try. What, what's what? ha- what's happened to you? I, I don't understand. When, when was I ever not a bad you person? Used, you used to be mean to me. <laughs> no, we, we when we first met, we didn't like each other. Uh, over over fast food, some fast food argument that you had well, on the B&B show. I forget There was, was that. It was Five Guys. It was Five Guys. It was, I, I still believe fast, I fast food. I said it wasn't fast food. It, 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 it 100% is. I don't want to go into that right now, but it is. Uh, we'll have that argument and then, and then And then we had, when you came to Papa John's that time and I was yelling at somebody. <laughs> You almost made that poor girl cry. My, I don't know what she was doing, but my guess is she deserved it. <laughs> I, 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 I lost my temper. Um, <laughs> all that to say, beef is delicious. You should try it out. And don't forget, guys, we're still taking votes for the best steakhouse and best uh, uh, hamburger in the state of Mississippi. Go to the Mississippi Beef Council Facebook page and cast your vote there. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. I've been on a, a good kick with restaurants. I hit Two Brothers up uh, two weeks ago. I hit Restaurant Tyler last week. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm feeling the flow. I was, I, I, I'll doing give the bull dance. Yeah, yeah. So had a good time for sure. And uh, When do you not have a good time there? When well, I mean, no, not have to two brothers, yes. or that you just meant in general? Because I can well, tell no, you, well, no, there are times. I know, I I know you have bad times. I had I had about three and a half hours worth of bad time just yesterday. Oh yeah, I've had about 
what, seven, eight weeks of it. Yeah. So, But at Two Brothers, I always have a great time. So check it out next time you're there. And don't forget, you're supporting the Bulldog Initiative when you support Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it for 48 years. They've been taking care of their customers for that long. They're consistent. They show up every week. You don't have to worry about it. When you buy from Advantage Business Systems, you know that service is part of the sale. So, 48 years worth of experience, guys. I think you can do no wrong with a trip to Advantage Business Systems when you need something, some sort of new uh, uh, technological product for your business. 601-362-9192. Or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue, their collegiate collection, has the next polo or quarter zip you need to purchase for yourself, for your father, for your brother, for your son, whoever. They've got great styles, great name brands. They've got the logos that you want. They've still got the interlocking MSU, which I, 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 I tomorrow's podcast, we might do a little bit more of a deep dive like the, the, how, about why they have to keep it. Yeah. I, like, I would like to talk about it, but there's so many there's, other we gotta, things we got to talk actual football tomorrow. Well, let's bring it up tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do that tomorrow. Because I have some thoughts. Yeah. So, take your time. Head over to The Rogue. Shop online at therogue.com. Find the polo that you want. Make the purchase. You'll, you will not regret it. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Robbie, I saw a uh, tweet to me Saturday night that said, I set the over-under on these at eight because what, what else is there to say? I have eight things that are true. So call it a push. Because number one is this. I'm at the point where there's not much left to say. Mm-hmm. I, how, how, how many times can I sit here and tell you that the offense is bad, the defense has problems, there's personnel issues, the play calling is not good, Arnett does this, Arnett. I, I, what do I got left to say? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like like you know what do we what else can we ask? You know, at press conferences yeah. and stuff. Like, I did just, get a uh, nobody has the guts oh, to ask him God. that question. Let's just move past that, please. The, uh, the question they wanted me to ask was, when are you going to fire Barbe and Brock? Yeah, the the Tyler from Spartanburg type. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. By the way, uh, that, yeah, there there really is. We we've said pretty much everything at this point. It, mm-hmm. it now just boils down to what decision does Zach Selman make after the season? Yeah, that that's that's all there is to talk about now is who can be Mississippi State's next head coach if they choose to go that direction. You're right. I mean that that the, the, and yet I, we'll I, probably I, still. Talk about what I tweeted last night was the season is coming to an inevitable conclusion. Yeah. There's no way you can watch this team. It doesn't matter who you are. Watch this team and say anything other than at the end of the season, they're going to move on from Zach Arnett. There's so much of a like collective apathy within the fan base right now. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, there's people that I never have never seen speak negatively. Mm hmm. That are just like I can't handle this. Yeah, and I think it's I think a lot of it is there's other teams that are having fun. There's other teams that are having success. Recruiting is up for a lot of uh, places, and Mississippi State is just kind of stuck at the bottom. Everything's boring, and you know the the press conferences are the same. It I think that's kind of what it is. I Man, people just can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that I, I wrote about in the column. Like if you're Zach Selman. How do you convince people that they need to invest in this program? You, you have to you have to tell people that you need to be giving to NIL. 
You need to be giving to the Bulldog Club. Mm-hmm. You need to be buying season tickets. And How have, do you do that? If you have to make a choice, it's the Bulldog Initiative. Yes. You know, the players are more important. Like I said, if you like having great seats for a 4-8 and eight team. And we talked, to, we talked to Charlie the other day on, mm-hmm. on Sports Talk. Brian was nice enough to let me uh, sit over there on the side. Nice enough. Like, um, I, like I would say no. Um, but Charlie said, you know, thing, everything's good for the Bulldog Initiative right now, but they are constantly pushing for more money. Mm-hmm. You know how you get more money? Winning. Winning, yeah. putting exciting product on the field. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch this team right now. No, no, not even me. I mean, it was it was I, like I, I have literally been up there the last couple of weeks. Like I could, I don't have to be at these games. Yeah, like we, like I don't have to. I mean, I'm getting paid. Yeah, to watch, and I'm like, please, I, I just want to go home. Can you imagine paying for that? Yeah, I'm gonna spend. There's people that, that somebody came, tweeted at me last night. They spent a hundred bucks on a ticket and five hundred dollars on a hotel room. Yeah, so there's there's and people, they wanted to leave in the second quarter. That's what I'm saying. There, there's people that bought a hotel room which has like a two night minimum. Yeah, they're through the roof. They bought that hotel room to stay in Starkville for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Spent all the money on you know at the and game else. and all that, and had to watch the team score three points against Kentucky. Yeah, it's going to be it's tougher rough. and tougher. It's, it's going to be tougher and tougher. Number two. I like Will Rogers. Don't get me wrong. Tough guy. Love to see him. I would love nothing more for Will Rogers to come back for the Egg Bowl, ride off into the sunset with the win. Be great. I don't care. I'm going I'm going Chris Parson the rest of the way. He is the new I, starting quarterback at Mississippi State if Brian Haydad had a decision. I kind of agree. I mean, he, I mean there's I, only three games left, so you're not burning a red shirt. Yeah. And if, if, if some miracle occurs and you do go to a bowl, that doesn't count for your red shirt anymore. Mm-hmm. You might as well just start. I mean, and Arnett, what you're doing here is you're kind of building. You're kind of building a little foundation for the next coach. Yeah, but but you're also you, a la- it's a last ditch. Like yeah, you got to do something petition. because he at least looks like what we talked about. As in, he can move in the pocket and he can run a little, but he's got the arm and the vision to pass as well. Yeah. We only saw a little bit of it, but I want to see more, and I want to see it Saturday against Texas A&M. It's and it's not about it's not so much about Will for mm-hmm. me. Like you know, Will is not better than Chris because I think he is right now mm-hmm. by a lot. It's the fact that Will and Mike Wright are kind of they're older guys. Like they kind of are what they are. Chris Parson has you know kind of an exciting element about him. Now he didn't look. Just phenomenal on Saturday. There was a lot of mistakes. That's the first snaps he's ever taken in college. So I mean, it's uh, what I just saw the line for this game. A and M. Yeah, thirteen and a half. Seventeen. <sighs> no this is faith. a bad Texas A and M team. As mm. State's giving up, they're gonna be. Oh man, <sighs> that's bad. I'll be honest with you. I would, I would, I would give the points. I don't think State covers. Oh, I mean, I, right now I just don't think State's going to score more than like seven points. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, Chris Parson is—he's an exciting talent. He's most, most of all, he looks excited to be out there, and not a shot at the other quarterbacks, but like you know, they have kind of deer in the headlights looks sometimes. He is a guy that's like, let's 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 go. He looks pumped to be out there. He didn't look like a regular freshman like last night. Mm-hmm. He did look like a regular freshman in some of the you know the decisions he made, but again, this is a guy that is what like eighteen mm-hmm. probably at this point, first snaps ever in college. I would let him roll. Let yeah. him make, let him go out there and make some mistakes. What do you have to lose at this point? Yeah, I mean nobody has faith that you're going to win two games out of the next three. 
So what do you have to lose? Let let him go. I would let Creed Whittemore play a lot more. Yeah. I'd let Seth Davis one. play a lot more. Mm-hmm. I would start preparing for next year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number three, tell me if you disagree here. But Arnett, at the press conference, he almost seemed like he was in a good mood. He I mean, and Which ties into number four. I have two, by the way, these next... They, they tie together. Mm-hmm. So these two tie together. Number four is maybe he's in the acceptance phase like the rest of us should be. Yeah. You know, you talk about maybe the, he's the, in the apathy phase. The, well, I mean, you talk about the stages of grieving, and you, the last one is acceptance, where you finally realize there's nothing you can do and you just got to move on with your life. Maybe that's where Arnett is. But, like, he wasn't short with anybody. He answered the questions. You know, I, I don't know that he was jokey, but, you know, I've been in there after these other losses, and he's a lot more curt and a lot more to the point and gruff. And he was not that last night. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. Like you see him on the sideline, the body language is just not good. Um, and I think that I think that's more like you know he's a he's a real guy. Like I, I'll give him credit. Like I think that he's a real guy. You know he he, he kind of wears you know his emotions on the sleeve t- sometimes, and that includes whenever he's coming in there like smiling and stuff. Like he just doesn't really know how to handle that. How I agree. To hide, so he thinks like I just got to smile here and move on. Um, so I, it just it just feels like he knows that this is inevitable as as much as we do. I agree. I, I think he's as he's at the point now. He's like I'm just going to try to get through the season. I want to do the best that I can. He talks about he's like we got to come to work. We got. I think that's what is. I think he's. I think he's just going to put his head and do his work and do the best that he can. Yeah, like I, I don't think that they're not trying. Right. You know, I, yeah. I think that they're trying. I just don't think they have answers. Well, I, I do. I do have some questions about the effort after they went down fourteen three last night from some players. But yeah. by and large, especially the coaching staff. I, I meant. Yeah, yeah, I meant like coaching staff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Number five. Incredibly, the defense played well enough to win. They did. They they only really, they gave up seventeen points. Gave up seventeen points. That's and, enough. And less than three hundred yards. Or number six. Or Kentucky just realized that fourteen was enough to win and sit the hell with it. I, I thought that they had that they had sat Devin Leary. He actually got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. Um. I never saw it, but yeah. Like they they brought in the backup. I was like, surely they're not just going ahead and letting off the gas here. But they they definitely played like pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. Auburn did that too. They did. I mean, you you know that Mississippi State right now is a team you can play conservative against. Sad. But here's the problem: is that teams can play conservative, and and State was still giving up yards. And and I mean, I, I don't I don't consider what Alabama did against Mississippi State super, you know, wide open. Yeah. So they played better. They, they played better, they, but it's still. I mean, defense is still. A it's mess, still a problem. Too. But if nothing else, you can definitely say over the last three games the defense has been better. Than it was it the than it was against LSU, South Carolina, Alabama. I'll say this: I've moved out of like this defense is worse than twenty sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, or it's, a, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not fine, but it, it's, it, it, it's it is a bad worse. defense. But it's not historically bad. Correct. Uh, number seven. I may make some people mad here. I really don't care. What did, what do y'all want from Joel Coleman? What what do you what do you want from the man? The man works for Mississippi State University. His job, his literal job, is to present Mississippi State sports in a positive light. That is what the man does to put food on the table for his family. And yet, he tweets something, and whether he he should be tweeting at one thirty at night 
about his thoughts on this football team and, and they come out positive. That, that's a d- debate for another day. But what I will say is that that's Joel's Twitter account. So he can tweet whatever he wants from it. I get. I, had, I remember there was a guy a few years ago who was like, I follow you for MSU sports. I don't follow you for this other stuff. Then don't follow me. Yeah, I, I hate that. Then just don't follow me. Because my Twitter account is my Twitter account, and I'm allowed to tweet what I want from my Twitter account. And you've got people who just free. They're just losing their minds. Like, I'm going to give you guys all. Here's a, here's a piece of advice. It's not going to cost you anything. Here it is. Unfollow him. Don't click the links. Don't listen to the podcasts. Don't read his articles. If it makes you this upset that this man is doing his job, then just stop following him. I don't think State's paying him by the Twitter follower. So he'll be okay if he looks up tomorrow and he's missing like 10 of y'all. But you've got to stop. All right? That's his job. How would you like it if somebody showed up at your job and said, hey, stop doing your job? <laughs> yeah, can, I think, I, can I show up where you work today and be like, hey, just sit at your desk and do nothing because what you're doing is making me mad. Yeah. You, you crunching those numbers right there, it's pissing me off. So stop it right now. I mean, you and I are both – can contrast to, to Joel. We yeah. we are totally different. Yeah, we're you know he's I, he's a. But I have the same problem. By the way, I have people who are like you're too negative. Yeah, stop tweeting. Well, I actually get both. I get you, you somehow live in the. You I don't live know in how the middle. that's possible. You live in the. But and I, look, am I biased on this? Yes, Joel's one of my best friends. I love Joel. And Joel, I thought Joel was good on this podcast because he was more positive and I was more negative. And maybe we, I thought we found balance that way. But don't tell me the man can't be negative because I sat here after Joel Moorhead lost to uh, Tennessee and listened to what he said. Yeah. So now he can be. Y'all but- have got to let the man do his job. And if it bothers you that much, click the follow button so you're not following him anymore. I think people forget he's not like. One of us. He's, he's not, not a beat writer. He is. Not, a, he is he a beat works writer. For state. Yeah, he is a beat writer, but he's Mississippi State's beat writer. Yeah, there's not going to be anything negative and coming. His from- thoughts are not Zach Selman's thoughts. Right. What he's tweeting publicly is not what Zach Selman is thinking privately. The man is allowed to tweet, and if he wants you to believe in this team, he's allowed to tell you that. You don't have to believe in the team. Yeah. So as always, when people do this, I'm going to give you your your your, your options here. First off, if someone is making you read Joel's stuff and they got a gun to your head, call the cops. Let me know. I will do everything in my power to help you. I will get law enforcement to your home and we'll get that person arrested. But if you're doing it on your own, well, that's a you problem, isn't it? The next person that complains about Joel, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> if I haven't already, let the man live, let him do his job. That's his job. My job is to do what I'm doing right now to rant. <laughs> Finally, number eight. You hear that? You hear that noise? You hear that? Silence. That? No, no, no. Do you hear that? It's it's very faint, but it's in the background. That's the Tom Herman train. It's left the station, baby. It's headed to Starville. Oh, I'm, are you I'm, are you fully on board with Tom Herman? Hold on a second. Let me just, let me let me double check that real quick. Hey, Brian. Good to see you. Uh, gonna get you that Selman Brothers barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh, was that Zach? <laughs> Get you that Selman Brothers barbecue sauce you asked for. Don't forget Tom Herman. Zach. Yeah, yeah, Tom <laughs> Herman. I'm all about Tom Herman. I, I, that's, that's, that, that, that's my number one guy at this point. I have I'm, I, My chips are in with Tom Herman. Even after he lost to UAB? Yes. Okay. Look, he, he took a, 
I think any coach, Mike Norvell has taught us that taking over for Willie Taggart is a rebuild. That's true. I, I think that I think that should be <laughs> It should be like, what was your record last year? Ooh. Who was the coach of the year for? Oh, Willie Taggart. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it now. So you are endorsing that's, that's Tom Herman. The that official is, it's not the official Thunder and Lightning endorsement because you you have your own opinions. But my opinion right now is that Tom Herman should be the next head coach of Mississippi State. I don't think it would be a bad hire. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, unless they can, you know, I mean, if, if Kirby Smart wants to come, you, you know, he should call him. Yeah, if he's not busy, yeah, Sarkeesian, you know, hey, we we almost hired you that one time. Oh, would you would you like to come back? Oh, I don't know. Well, they almost hired Jimbo Fisher one time, didn't they? What about him? Yeah, no. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Zach Zach Selman says, Bulldog fans, I want you to know that I, your football play, program is in a good place. I have reached out, and we have made progress, and we are going to be hiring a national championship winning coach. Oh, God. And everybody's like, what? What's going on? It's like, and then <laughs> Jimbo Fisher. Except we have the- paid the $80 million buyout to Texas A&M <laughs> to talk to Jimbo Fisher. We got him. He would he would actually come through with the we're yeah. after national championship coach instead of the last one. Yes, yes. So because that, that we were we were also told that you're, we're going there after would a guy literally be a mob at the Bryan Building. Like there, it would it would be like an embassy. <laughs> <laughs> like like there's just a line of security out front. They got those personnel mines show up like where they had on Jackass, where they they hit them with the plastic balls. It would be terrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, Mississippi State Bulldog family. I got the championship coach. Less miles. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Chiswick, ladies and gentlemen. Gene Chiswick. Le- hashtag less is more. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Didn't Gene Chiswick want this job last year? He did. He, I know he wanted, no, no, he wanted it when they hired Leach. That's right. Yeah. Like, because remember somebody, like Barrett Sali tweeted, like, Gene Chiswick will not be a candidate. And I was like, yeah, no crap. <laughs> He's removing himself from the... In other news, I'm not a candidate to to be, you know, Margot Robbie's husband. He's 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 removing himself from consideration. consideration. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, if I found out his name was in consideration, I'll punch John Cohen in the face. Knowing good and well, if if John Cohen was like, here's a contract, he would sign it. In blood. I mean, what are we talking about? He'd stab himself. Dude was at North Carolina. He wasn't anywhere. He was at the SEC Network when that happened. Was he? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, Tom Herman, choice one for Brian Haydad. Who's choice two? Ah, well. Oh. I hadn't really thought about the second choice. What about Dan in the NIL world? I think he, I, I, I think two things. All right, and we'll talk seriously here for a second. I think Mullen is smart enough to realize, look, recruiting is what got me in trouble at Florida. I got to hire recruiters. And let them handle it, and I can come in and close. Like when they're ready to talk, when they're ready to commit, I come in. I'm like, I want you to be a bulldog. He can do that, right? And then in the NIL world, again, I think he's smart enough, you know. And I think honestly, if he came in, remember when he came in, he was like, "We got to fill the stadium before I can win." Mm-hmm. What happened? 
It was full. They fooled the Phil State. I think if he's like, I we got to get nil money in before I can win. People would and people would look like this guy won without nil money. What could he do if we did start? To, yeah, I got to donate. I mean, I, ah, I w- you know you want it. Well, I, I mean, I was on board with him. We talked about it last yeah. week. Yeah, well. I mean, I, I would, I would at least call mm-hmm. him and, and have a conversation. I mean, I'm I don't just, know if he would be interested. I'm, gonna, I don't know if he'd be interested either. But I'm like, part of the conversation is gonna be like, hey, now Hevesy, Gonzalez, those guys, no, they're not coming. This and and we talked about it the other day. Like, it, you would have to be committed to recruiting, yeah. committed Hevesy to Mississippi State. could have like Jason Washington's position. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll go well. Go. Director this of high school director. relations. Yeah, this guy's ah, going to wow. be everybody's friend. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. John Hevesy. We're here to recruit. Let's go. Get out of here. He can, I haven't done that impression in so long. He can be, <laughs> he can be like part of the strength and conditioning staff, maybe. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, get, get, your, get, your, get your butt down. Let's go. Pump your hips. Let's go. Pump your hips. Pump your hips. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, I think having a, a strength and conditioning program is very important, personally. But something else is important. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. All right, Coffee is for Closers is brought to you by our good friends over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville, or Churn and Spoon Ice Cream here in Starkville. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Mentor City. That would be a little weird. Mm. Sounds like a fun place. You want to guess where it is? Mentor City? Yeah. Stone County. No, not close either. It's actually split into between two counties, between okay. LaFleur and Tallahatchie. Interesting. Yeah. So let's say what what road is this? You go up forty nine east Delta, Delta area. What, what what road is this? And then turn on to Highway uh, eight. It's it's right there, at the, close to there, between Sunnyside and Glendora. Hmm. So there you Interesting. go. Interesting. How was this? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what a great description. It is part of the Greenwood, Mississippi micropolitan area. I've heard of the metropolitan. Micropolitan. I didn't know micropolitan was a thing. It is within the Mississippi Delta. Mississippi Highway 8 intersects U.S. Route 49 East, southwest of Mentor City, and the Tallahatchie River flows to the east. Where's the Tallahatchie River? Well, the Tallahatchie that's, River runs across the, runs across the, uh, Greenwood head. To, well, the bridge runs across Greenwood headed to right, Money, well, right? Here's, where's Mentor City? Okay, so okay, there's that. That is the Tallahatchie River. Okay, there we go. All have right. you ever been across the Tallahatchie I have not. River Bridge? I don't think. Wait. Where is that? It's it's you go through the town of Greenwood, and like you're going out towards Money. Uh huh. You can cross over that bridge. Money. Where the where the Emmett Till thing happened. Okay, no, I haven't done that then. You really should go out to Money one day and just we, see that. The we have a Greenwood. There. We have a Greenwood remote in two weeks. I love Greenwood, by the way. It's where my wife's from. And you need to go to the Crystal Grill. I've been there now. But you need to go whenever yeah. you go to your remote. I might do that. That's always a must. If I'm going to Greenwood or Greenville, yeah. I'm stopping at the Crystal Grill and eating. All right. Strange Brew Coffee House, Bulldog Initiative business. Uh, Kevin Barbe, no coffee. I just I can't with Kevin Barbe anymore. Hey, you know what I was thinking about today? I was thinking about like preseason, how excited everybody was, and like hashtag Barbe bombs <laughs> and hashtag El Capitan. <laughs> 
And like, yeah, that flipped like that, in two weeks. It was gone. There was like after the first game, people were like, um, <laughs> were we wrong? And then after the second game, everybody was like, nah, this isn't what we signed up for. And then by LSU, it was just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so Kevin Barbe, no coffee uh, for you. And then, like he, he's another one. Like he's, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, but like, I think he's actually a good coach. But it's and just, it just not working. It just seems like too, like you know, he, he's let a lot of stuff get to him, and he's not really like. Yeah. He hadn't been able to find an identity, and you know, it's just it's not going to work. Agreed. Uh, in the SEC, I don't know that I've ever uh, picked just a person here, but when you go over two co- hiring football coaches. Usually 0 for 3 isn't allowed. Normally they pull you out of the game. So our old friend Scott Strickland, no coffee for you, my friend, because, oh, the Billy Napier days are numbered. Now, yes. I don't know if they're – this is the analogy I want to make, and it's it's with Florida and it's also with Texas A&M. Did he, did he hire um, – who was before Dan? He didn't hire Michael Wayne. McIlwain. McIlwain he didn't hire Dan or Muschamp? McIlwain was before Dan. Okay. So that was Jeremy uh, Foley's Jeremy last Foley. hire was, Jer- okay. was Jim McElwain. Okay. So, you know, you have somebody, you have a car. And it's making That's a right, because Strickland went to Florida right. and immediately hired Dana Way. Yeah. You know how sometimes you have a car and it's like, it's making a little bit of noise and you're like, ah, I don't I don't need to do that. I'm going to put it off. And then it just keeps getting worse and worse. And eventually you get to a point where it's like, okay, I got to fix the car. And then they tell you, okay, it's this much to fix the car. And you have two choices. You either spend that money... Or you just don't have a car anymore. You should get a new car. You have to go get a new car. Or, you, or just, you know, let's say it's, your choices are, you don't have the choice of a new car. You can either fix your car or have no car. That's what these football programs are. Mm-hmm. And so people say, oh, $32 is a lot of money. $80 million's a lot of money. Yeah, the other option is that guy gets to keep coaching your program. Yeah. And keep losing games. And people almost always find a way. If they they will it. find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. If they got to get eighty guys to give them a million dollars, if they got to get thirty-two guys to give them a million dollars, they'll do it. To me, Florida hired the same guy twice. I, the I feel only like different, the difference is that Napier and Napier is doing a good job in recruiting. Is that yeah. Napier was a recruiter? But I mean, Dan recruited top. Dan, Dan left them a top fifteen roster. You know, it's so, fun. so it's not like you yeah. know he. No, you're, you're not, not wrong. You're not wrong. I, but they 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 both are like program guys, like big picture. Yeah. Like we're gonna work hard. We're mm-hmm. gonna like we're gonna get in high school recruits. We're gonna develop them mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That they're both the same in that regard, right? And that, I don't think that's like uh, Urban Meyer was like that, but he was also kind of flashy a little bit. Yes. Um, Dan, Dan took a lot of what Urban did mm-hmm. at Florida and Utah. But Urban was a different kind of personality. He was a killer on the recruiting trail. Yeah, he was he was a guy that could finish. Yeah, that they, yeah. they are they are Urban Meyer as far as the program's concerned, but mm-hmm. they are not they don't the have flash. flashy. But they're also not winning games, right? I mean, they lost to Arkansas. Yes, you know this is a team that Mississippi State. That, is, that might be is that the worst? Is that the well Arkansas losing to State might be the worst, but that might be the worst second worst loss in the SEC. This year by anybody. Yeah, because nobody's lost to Vanderbilt yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I think Arkansas losing to State is yeah. the worst. Because Auburn only has one SEC win, and it's State. They, they beat Vanderbilt. They beat Vanderbilt, yes, yeah. So that's that's their only two SEC wins this year. Yeah. They're not beating anybody else. Well, I think they play Arkansas. They might beat them. Yeah, that's where State they, needs them to, so State doesn't finish last yeah, in SEC that's, West. that's correct. You need, if you're a State fan, you want to pull, you're going to have to pull for freeze. Second time this year. you got to pull for John Cohen, too. Hey, you should pull for me. I'm a Bulldog. 
Uh, from a national perspective, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Notre Dame <laughs> just goes to Clemson and gets handled. And now we get to talk about something we we, we kind of hinted at it before, but uh, Tyler from Spartanburg was a plant, right? Yes. Like Dabo, because now I've, I've been thinking about it, like you 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 know those call in shows, right? As soon as there's a hint of negativity, that line is cut. Like, I noticed that if, immediately. Like, you on call that the call. Zach Arnett show right now, and you're like, "Coach, I think you're doing a terrible job." That's the end of your phone call. Yeah, they let him rant for three minutes, and then they gave five minutes. And something tells me, like, he had all those stats ready. Yeah, it's it was fake. He was trying to motivate his team, and he and he did it. He it did, it's, it's give him credit. He did it. It's, he did it's, it. It's moon landing for me. It's moon landing. <laughs> This is the moon bigger, landing. This bigger is, fake, Rob. Tyler was bold. Bu- bigger buzz fake. Aldrin. Moon landing or, or Tyler from Spartanburg? <sighs> Tyler from Spartanburg. I still I still believe that the moon landing could have happened. But I just you don't have believe. My, I don't believe this is real. Well, Notre Dame. The is, moon landing, I just have a Notre lot of Dame questions. Is getting the, uh, the brunt of this because they're getting no coffee. No coffee for the Catholics this week. That was absolutely like an opportunity for him to just kind of like win the fan base back yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Oh, now they'll all be like, Dabo is right. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, that that won't mean anything if he doesn't change his approach to the NIL and the transfer portal. That somebody's got to sit down with him and be like, "I understand. I understand. I respect your principles. Mm-hmm. I do." But this is the way this game is played now, and if we don't do that, then we have to move forward with somebody who does. It's kind of like what Saban did with his with offense. spread offense. Saban didn't want to change, but he knew if he did. Do didn't, you think he wanted to hire Lane Kiffin? No, he would be more than happy running the ball forty times a game. Yeah. But he knew he had to make a change if he wanted to keep winning, and he, and winning was paramount. That's what it's about. At the end, of, it's about wins and losses. It's not about what you want. Right. You and put so, your principles. You put your your own thoughts to the side to win. Yeah. So. The great coaches do that. Yes. The ones that the ones that want Some really they put fail. Their principles to the side. Yeah, they do. Really put it to the side. <laughs> really put it to the side. If you want to win, sometimes you got to do things you don't like. Yeah, or sometimes you get to do things you do like. Well, you suffer the consequences. You do though. suffer the consequences, though. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Hmm. We'll talk to Zach Arnett tomorrow, where we will learn absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, this the logo thing. About uh, state's got to make a decision here, mm-hmm. and we'll see how that works. Plus, our SEC picks still one game up on Robbie. I'm gonna have to make a move here in the next. Three well, weeks. you got three weeks. Week was it week twelve? That's the week where there's not a lot to offer. Like that's mostly yeah. like crap games. Um, and so then the, and then the rivalry or, games or, or, look. Who knows how those games are going to go? Yeah, but they look they look easy. Yeah, like right now, just looking ahead, Florida State, uh, Georgia over Georgia Tech, LSU and A and M. I mean, that should be LSU. Yeah, Alabama Auburn mm-hmm. should be the Iron Bowl. It should be Alabama. Kentucky Louisville has some, some maybe a little spice. Yeah, Tennessee Vanderbilt no. South Carolina Clemson could go. Mm. You know. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it as we go. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.